On this episode of the Magic Business Podcast, you'll hear this and more. The girl are the flesh and uh, the attraction are the bones, the skeleton, the bones. And you know, if you look at a human body, you don't see the bones, you only see the flesh. But if there is no bone, everything collapses. Welcome to the Magic Business Podcast, where we share insightful and delightful inner secrets about the business of magic. This is where magic professionals present their real-life experiences and their most guarded secrets to help further your career in the magical arts. I'm your host, Roland Sarlot, in partnership with the MagicOracle.club, where you can hear all of our magic business podcasts. Our guest oracle today is widely considered one of the top creative magicians in the world. A jack of all trades, he has designed magical effects for stage, close-up, stand-up, mentalism, and large illusions. He is the recipient of the Creativity and Vision Award, a special recognition he received at FISM Stockholm in 2006. A few years back, in collaboration with Kevin James, our guest wrote an outstanding double-volume set of his life's work titled Full Bloom, which quickly became a collector's item. On this podcast episode, we'll focus on his 15-year residency at the iconic Crazy Horse in Paris. Our guest oracle is, of course, the illustrious Gaëtan Bloom. Gaëtan, welcome to the Magic Oracle. Thank you, Roland. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. It's great to have you here. I have a couple of questions because I'm just overwhelmed by you doing almost 6,000 shows or over 6,000 shows in 15 years. What was the Crazy Horse? Oh, the Crazy Horse first, well, it's a very hip uh, nightclub in Paris. It's the most famous nightclub in Paris. Uh, It's much smaller than the Moulin Rouge or Lido, but it's very, very classy. You know, it's, it's really a wonderful place. And your first night performing there, how was that? Especially with all that history. With oh, Ken- you know, you know, I was so happy. I was so happy because I tried, I tried before, you know, in, in the, uh, right after my first appearance in, uh, in the convention in Vegas, you know, uh, with a new act, with a microphone and all that. I was feeling, well, I'm ready now. I can, I can, <laughs> I can go to the Crazy Horse. <laughs> and so I did an audition and uh, Mr. Bernardin, the boss, was very nice, and but he was only was only him and his wife in the room, dark room, you know. Uh, I saw nobody, I saw nothing, you know. So I just did the act for no, for for no audience, and at the end that was it. And uh, so he went back and said, "Yeah, it's nice, it's nice, but it need to cook." You know? <laughs> I will I will give you some. Uh, direction for to work in small cabarets in Italy and uh, sing and uh, you will come back and we'll see I say okay thank you very much and and absolutely no desire to, to go to Italy and uh, and that's it and in fact it it's it just because of Kevin James again Kevin James is like a good genie in a, in a in a small bottle for me you know because Kevin was uh, was uh, walking the crazy horse in 90 92, 93. So he, I give the tape to uh, Kevin and he said, leave it to me. And like two days after, 
around midnight, I receive a phone call and say, hello, Mr. Bernard, I'm from Crazy Horse. Can we meet? Uh, can we meet? <laughs> I say, yes, why not? <laughs> and, uh, and so I remember I went to meet him uh, one or two days after that. After the crazy horse closed, it was like two o'clock in the morning, in the evening. Well, yeah, two o'clock a.m. And uh, it was raining. It was raining. You have no idea. So I was like soaked and I entered the crazy horse by the back room, you know, and you have to know something. It's very often in the in a in a cabaret, the, the thing open to the audience is very clean. But backstage is not so clean and it's, it's really, you know, it's not the same world. <laughs> but it's not true for the crazy horse because it's exactly as clean and as beautiful and gorgeous behind or up front. So I was soaking the, the carpet, the mock, you know, I, <laughs> I was like uh, in fear. And I saw this old man coming to me say, oh. I remember you from the tape sh Kevin showed me. So you are Gaetan. I said, yeah, okay. I said, well, I like your act. Uh, how is possible uh, I've never seen you before, you know? So I, I, I didn't mention, you know, <laughs> sure, I went 10 exactly. years ago. <laughs> you speak a few languages? Um, well, but... I, I speak Spanish, French, and uh, English. Okay, three languages. And, and yeah. I believe the, the Crazy Horse has an international audience. How yeah. did you deal with language working there? But you know, I was not doing anything. I was just doing it in <laughs> Spanish. And and but Bernardin say, I don't care what you say because it's visual. So it's just like your music, you know. And it just added at the, in the background. He had just added a kind of very little music you you barely hear. And uh, it, it it just put this the first day of the kind of audition we can say. Uh, because he didn't want it when I was not talking complete silence. So he had very little like uh, Egyptian music, you know, <laughs> very weird, very exotic music, you know, but very, very soft behind me, you know. And so yeah. over your years working there, what was your biggest mistake you did? No, the thing is that, you know, when I first did it, the, fr the first two nights, I mean, the first night, but the second one also, were really important because this man, Mr. Bernardin, he, he was here to watch the thing. And uh, he told me from the very beginning, two very important things. And then after, there is something else you have to know, is that when I started, uh, I had no idea I was going to do 15 years. I, I, I was thinking, my God, in one month, uh, I will be bored to death doing that, you know, because I've never done the, the act like that for, for one month complete with no day off and a three, three show on Saturday, three show on Friday, never, you know, and two show, two show every day. So, even if it's 10 minutes, you know, you have to be there. You have to be there before. And so the, the only mistake someday I did is that I missed the show because I was stuck in the traffic. <laughs> and this was terrible because they, they, they tried to postpone me at the very end 
but uh, even with that, I had to miss the first show, you know. And I was like feeling, my God, I'm going to be fired, and nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing happened. But besides this, no, you know, sometimes it was tough because you had, for instance, I remember the last show on on, on Saturday, uh, we had a, a complete team of sumo people. <laughs> And so it was like the first row was a complete one gu- one body with many heads, you know. <laughs> they were so big. And they were sleeping because they had the match before. They, had, they, they came the very next, before, the day before or something like that. And it was terrible because they were really sleeping. I, I, and I did the act very, very softly, you know, not to wake, to wake them. I, I didn't want it. <laughs> An angry row of sumo at you. Yeah. Gaetan, the owner of the Crazy Horse was apparently an eccentric and very interesting man. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about him and how he viewed magicians? Yeah, you know, in fact, uh, I had the chance to, 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 to see him nearly every day because he went to the show every day. He was backstage every day. Not backstage, but in the back room, you know. And... Uh, uh, he was here, and when the boss was here, everybody was, you know, tight because, oh my God, the boss is here. But he was here every day, and you could tell because he had a kind of vanity case open with his gloves and thing on on the big desk, and so when the <laughs> when the <laughs> case was open, and much later, I suspect that sometimes he was not there, but but but. Uh, her secretary was just opening the case, you know, so so everybody was thinking it was in the room, you know, it was in the place. And your best behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but this man had the very unique eye. And um, the good thing is that I knew him for one year because after one year, he just killed himself. He was very old and he killed himself. He killed himself at night in his dressing room at the crazy horse. He had a salon, a little boudoir, and uh, they found him uh, dead, uh, dead shot with a, with a gun, you know, the next day. And so, but during one year, really, we had very nice, very brief session because Mr. Bernardin, you, he was talking to you five minutes to tell you something and then boom, you had to go. You know, it was very special. But the first, uh, on, on one of these occasions, uh, he told me, you know, Gaetan, my show is like Beauty and the Beast. I say, what do you mean? He said, Beauty and the Beast. I mean, the girls are the beauty, and uh, I want the attraction to be like the beast, you know? That's why he was always having, like, funny people, weird guys, you know? Not fancy magician. They were crazy, crazy numbers, crazy acts. He wanted the people to be funny and crazy and not nice looking, really, you know, because he, did, he didn't want to think that was the main thing behind. He said, you know, my customers they are not so young. They are not so nice looking. They are, you know, they are rich. But the thing is that I don't want them to think that, oh, I'm sure this guy must have <laughs> love story with this girl or this or that, you know. And of course, when they saw, for instance, George Carl, George Carl was the best at the Crazy Horse ever. 
the best, absolutely best. He was not a magician, but he was the best clown in the world, you know. And so when you see George Gallus, oh, well, this poor guy is so funny. But if I was there, I would have all the girls around me, you know. I mean, that was the thought he had about his audience, you know, because he wanted them to, to feel good, you know. Uh, and so that, that was very important. Also, he had another a very clever way to speak about his show, because in fact, I don't know if people know, but uh, the crazier show, it's uh, only nude girls and completely nude. I mean, every time it's a new set, uh, sometimes it's a solo, sometimes a duo, sometimes all the girls, uh, 13 girls together. It depends. And you have, in the great, great epoca, he had three different acts. And so Bernard told me, you know, Gaetan, my, 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 my show is like a human body. I mean, uh, the girl has a flesh and uh, the attraction are the bones, the skeleton, the bones. And, you know, if you look at a human body, you don't see the bones. You only see the flesh. But if there is no bone, everything collapses. Mm -hmm. And that was his great lesson about his show, you know, is that he needed attraction just to get more reaction. It was a fascinating way to build a show. It sounds like he was quite the visionary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Over your years of performing, you saw a lot of great acts come through the Crazy Horse. What did you learn, what did you learn from those other performers? You know, I learned they were so, so slick, so perfect, so unique. They were very unique, all of them, and with nearly no prop, nothing. Uh, you know, I saw Karatsini, I saw... The only one I saw who was different was, in when I was young, young, was Senor Vences, the ventriloquist. Yes. He had many props, but my God, he was so funny. And uh, But for instance, when I saw Tom Mulica, he had just a slight uh, little uh, uh, table and, and nothing, nearly nothing. Karadzini is the same. Uh, Finjon, he had nearly nothing. He had just a very tiny table with a floating ball, and that was it. So this was really amazing. Also, you have to realize that uh, Crazy Horse, the first spectator is like one meter from you, away from you. So you are really on their knees. Right you there, know? right there, absolutely. Oh, you are right there. So that was so impressive for me to see Finjan doing the floating ball in this condition, you know, and there was absolutely nothing to see. So this was also a, a great lesson. And going that way, when I, when I in my audition, the, the, the first day, uh, so first he finds, he, he say, okay, stop. After the thing, he stop. He, he say, I will find a little music for you to put the background. So he did that. He had a very little platform to rise me up a little bit. So before my hack, the, the stagehands had to put like two two small um, podiums, you know, one, one square and one long behind uh, just for me and to remove it after because he wanted me to look a little so they could see better my, my, my foot because my last effect was done with my shoe, you know, so he, he wanted to rise me a little bit. And then after, and this was a big lesson, you know, at the time I had the, the microphone, it was a, on, on a silver stand, I will say, you know, a normal stand. 
and I had the vanishing flower pot, you know, the Owen flower pot, and uh, very nicely made and all that. And that was it. I, I was entering with my little bag, uh, doctor doctor bag, and that was it, you know. So I do the act and I say, well, very nice, very good. Also, so I do the first show, and I was not doing, and I was not supposed to do a second show this night. It was just a kind of proof. I mean, to prove uh, if if it was okay for the public or not. So I do the first show. So he come to see me after. He say, well, it's weird. I say, well. So I, well I was thinking, my God, I didn't stop, but I'm already fired, you know. <laughs> and say, no, it's weird because normally it doesn't work that well the first night. Can you do it again the next show? I said, oh, wow, <laughs> inside I was jumping, you know. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, yeah, I will do it. He said, but Gaetan, you know, uh, the girls have all the lights. You know, we work on that, and the attraction—it's—it's it's like just the following spot, and you are—you—you you are in the, in the, like a boom police spot nearly, you know. So, I just don't want to see this microphone stand, you know, silver like that in front of you. It's very disturbing. Uh, can you paint it black? Say well, <laughs> so I had no paint with me, of course, in between the two shows. So I took I took a black gaffer tape, and I just make my microphone stand uh, black. You know, the next day I will buy a, a black stand because this exists. But you know, for me, I, I wanted the people, the audience, to really see the, the stand mic. And so I do the second show, and it works. And so I say, okay, Gaetan, you see, it's much better because I want to see you. I don't want to see your prop, you know. You are the magic, so I don't want to see the microphone. This is disturbing. I want to see you. And so I had to paint the, 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 the stand of the table black, but this is so much better because, you know, it was still a time where magicians, they were lacking chrome, chrome pieces, you know, because it's expensive and it's... It's nice showing and all that, but it's so much better if you paint it black. Absolutely. And keep, keep the attention on the performer. Yeah, it just disappears. So, Gaetan, after so many shows, how did you keep your act fresh and not go crazy doing the same act? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I have not so many answers. But the thing <laughs> is that, no, the truth is, well, there are some things you, who can help. The first thing is is really to to to, to sing to somebody you, uh, to, you like and say okay this one this one is for you and you sing to your girlfriend your wife your whatever your son or a friend and you know very often at at people I knew in the room you know because as a, because I had comp comp tickets or uh, some some magician coming, they were calling me before, say, oh, I come to see your show tomorrow. So, of course, I knew they were there. So uh, it was easy to to think about them and try to locate where they were and all that. So already this takes a little bit of your uh, motivation, you know, it, it really adds to the motivation. You know? That's a great lesson, isn't that? You didn't change the act, you changed your 
awareness or you changed your, your thinking. That was the main thing for me. Before that gig, not gig, but be, be, long, long gig. Well, great gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before that, you know, I was not changing a trick. I was changing sometimes a wool act or many trying complete five-minute new segment very often, all the time, in fact. And, and bef- because I had to keep the same tricks, more or less, I could add a little thing, you know, like vanishing something for a good reason, not for, uh, not out of the, the picture, but, and, um, uh, you know, in fact, I learned to work on seconds, how to improve each second, instead to improve each minute or 10 minutes, you know. And of course, if you do this for 10 years, on 10 minutes of something, then at the end, you have a really polished thing. I mean, you, you have a diamond. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. If you could go back and do that time again, what would you do differently? No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was, so, you know, it, it, for me, it ran, but it ran so fast. When, 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 yeah, when wow. I did the last show, I did, oh my God. I can't realize, I can't accept that I did 15 years already, you know, and I have to leave now. And first I was like, uh, I didn't know what to do for a while, you know, I, I was say, is there a life after the crazy horse? I'm not sure, you know. It's, it's almost a microcosm of life in general. Yeah, it is. Especially if you have kids, they grow up fast. Yeah, but you know, it was such a nice place for me. It, it, it was, I was sad when I had to leave. I was sad. And did you know when it was your last night? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because anyway, it was it was easy because they had to, they had to close for a long period. And, and then the, the new people, the new owners took over and all that. And they had their own team and all that, you know. So what happened that last night for you? Nothing really. I just, it's funny because they were dismantling the room completely to make it new and all that. So they were selling some of the furniture <laughs> kind of auction. And I bought two seats from the crazy house. So in my, <laughs> I have a, you... I'm, walk, I'm walking on a small uh, uh, private room, you know, with a small stage and all that in my, in, in my home. And so I have my, I have my two seats for the, from the crazy horse with a champagne bucket and everything. <laughs> and all your memories. Yeah. Which performer did you learn the most from? Oh, I think for, for me, from I learned from, I will say, George Carl, because George Carl was so unique. So, so Gaetan, let, let's play a little game. Let's play a little word association game. I'm going to throw out a word, and you give me back a word that first pops in your head. So the first word is rabbit. Uh, mustard. How about the word pirate? Hook. Um, how about the word recipe? Uh, rabbit. Okay. <laughs> Tamariz. Ah, the best. Intercessor. A, a very, a very good friend of mine. Okay. <laughs> and the last word is magic. My life. Wow, fantastic. I'm very happy because today it's a, it's a lover's day and uh, I'm... Since since nearly I'm born, I'm in love with magic, and so so you are. So it's it it was a perfect day to to talk about our love.
Well, happy Valentine's to you. Yeah. As you know, all the Magic Business podcasts can be heard at the magicoracle.club. And today, you are our guest oracle, that wise soul we seek out for knowledge. So, Oracle Gaetan, what is the most important question someone should ask you but never does? My first thing, and it's funny to, to tell you this now, but very often when I have people coming say, what, what I have to learn first? And my, my answer is kind of always speak English, even badly like me, but speak English. Because there are so many, so many connection uh, English language and so many books and so many things to, to read and to understand. And, uh, and you know, if you learn English, Spanish and whatever other language, and you can travel the world over and, and then after you can do whatever. But before any trick, <laughs> I say the communication is the most important. Yeah, that's huge advice. Thank you. That's huge advice. We leave you with a few words from the brilliant Irish playwright Oscar Wilde, who wrote, The stage is not merely the meeting place of all the arts, but is also the return of art to life. As always, we at the Magic Oracle wish you great art on your path in the magical arts. 